Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and actually I'm not going to read the whole passage to you, but I am going to excerpt from Galatians 5, 1-12. through 12. That was the passage actually we looked at yesterday. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, faith working through love. I told you I had summed it all up with this line. We act not as those bound to rules in order to prove our holiness, but rather as those who are led by the Spirit and wish to lead our lives out of our love for our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, this last week, I had the privilege of having dinner with the eastern sales region of the company I pastor. One of the women, actually from Washington, D.C., brought me a book and said, I think you've already read this. I looked at the title of the book, The Naked Gospel, and assured her I hadn't. She told me that the women in her small group who read and discuss my daily Bible studies were sure that it had influenced my writing about Paul's treatment of the law versus grace. Apparently, the author used the same expression I did, Jesus plus nothing. I was intrigued. But honestly, by more than just her comment, I have really struggled with trying to keep the content of Paul's ardent plea to the Galatians fresh. After all, how many ways can you write about the struggle between the law and freedom in Christ for folks in 2009 who left any discussion about the law in second grade Sunday school classes when they were taught the Ten Commandments? And then the, sto- the author's story caught me off guard because his spiritual journey reminded me of my own. Frankly, the writing was just a little too close to home. Yes, he quoted Galatians in a Jesus-plus-nothing faith, but he also talked about how he was so driven to be a faithful Christian, it almost drove him mad. I realized in reading Farley's book that the Jesus-plus-nothing message was for me too, not just the Galatian church Paul was addressing during the birth of Christianity. While I have not struggled trying to keep the law, per se, in the last ten years or so, I have created a construct for what a faithful Christian's life should look like, especially one in leadership. In the last several days, I have realized something. I have met the enemy, and the enemy is me. Let me give you one example from my experience. While not holding myself to 613 points of law, I grabbed a hold of teaching on the spiritual disciplines, learned everything I could about them from classic and contemporary Christian thinkers, and have believed the practices would grow my relationship with Christ. Why? Because it's logical that if I study the words, spend more time in prayer, confession, solitude, service, etc., that I will become more like Christ. Right? Here's the rub. If I am not careful, these disciplines become about what I do rather than what Christ did. While these are good, the spiritual disciplines must flow from the Spirit who dwells in me because of the grace of God. Grace is not logical. Consider this. Paul, uh, writing to Titus, said, The grace of God appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Titus 2, 11 and 12. Paul warned the Galatians of the law, robbing them of their freedom in Christ. I told you that I have realized that I had unknowingly created a paradigm of what a faithful Christian should be and do. You know, my version of the law. How about you? Are you laboring under something, your version of the law, that has robbed you or overshadowed the love of Jesus Christ in you? 
you know, like a mindset gripped by fear and anxiety, like a constant struggle with addiction, like an over-attraction to the world, like a critical spirit that sees every flaw in your husband or wife and everything you wish your teenager would change. Let's learn then what it means to live in grace and love. Until tomorrow then, if you'd like to see this transcript or other morning briefings or the whole of Galatians up until now, go to pastorwoman.com.